Welcome to the Faith is Not Blind podcast. I'm Sarah Devonier, and today I'm here with He. He, if you'll please introduce yourself a little bit to us, where you're from, and a little bit about your background. Uh, of course, uh, I'm from Beijing, China originally. I moved to Salt Lake, Utah when I was 16 years old by myself for high school. And after that, I went to University of Utah, studied political science. And I served at LDS mission after that in San Jose, California. And I went back to China, worked for a year, and come back to LDSBC for another year. Uh, then I took my chance, I transferred to BYU-Idaho. Yeah. And so you've had a lot of education uh, and some experience in different cultures. Talk about your family in Beijing. What was, what was your family like? What was their religious background? What was your home like? Okay, so my, my dad, he's an engineer, civil engineer. He works all the time, you know, super busy. Uh, he has to provide for the family. My mom, he, he, was, he was accounting, but after that, uh, after she had me, she's, she was always a stay-at-home mom, yeah. take care of me. They, mm, when we talk about religious, I don't think they are very religious. And you know, it's like Buddhism in China, like everyone seems to believe it, but no one is actually practicing. I think my parents are one of those guys. They believe in Buddha, but they do not really practice. Oh, okay. And are you an only child then? I am. So in your home, there wasn't much talk about religion at all, mm. but, but it was sort of assumed that you, you might have some beliefs. Not much, but, you know, we pretty much talk about, like, you do good things. Uh, right. There's a God, you should be rewarded. But... That's pretty much everything. Yeah, so, so sort of a moral structure about what's good and what's bad. Yep. So how did you find the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? All right, so nothing special. You know, uh, after I moved to Salt Lake, I stayed with a uh, So you, you host, came host all the family. way to Salt Lake, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I stayed with a host family, and they are a member of the church. Okay. Obviously, they brought me to church, and, you know, everything just come naturally. So that was probably a pretty big culture shock to go from a not very religious home in Beijing to a very religious home in Salt Lake. What what was that like, that transition? Uh, I wouldn't use the word where, but I would say interesting. Because, you know, uh, in my host family, we pray together before we go to school. And you hadn't ever done that before? Oh, nah, definitely not. <laughs> we pray before dinner as a family. Of course, we don't pray back to, back to my home. So, uh, yeah, that's, that, that's very different. So what started to happen, you were praying, you were doing the things that the family said, and although they weren't necessarily weird, like you said, <laughs> it was different from what you were used to. What happened to make you feel like this religion they're following might have some truth to it? Mm, I always believe in God. Or I, should I say, I always believe in some higher power. Yeah. So uh, even as a little child in China. You yeah, did. yeah. Because yeah. I believe we must come from somewhere. Yeah. So what happened in the family to make you feel like maybe the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints was true enough that you should pursue it? Mm, I think, first of all, we actually practiced our religion. Mm. We practiced our belief. You know, we do not only follow the rules, 
but we apply the rules in our life. Religious is part of our life as ILDS member. We pray, we read scriptures, we leave a standard, uh, we leave a church standard. Yeah. So that idea of having a religious life outside of just a religious structure appealed exactly. to you. So w when did you get baptized and, and what would you say was the main reason that you decided to get baptized? I, uh, I get baptized when I was 16 years old. So in Salt Lake? Uh, yeah, in Salt Lake, in Salt Lake. And uh, the main reason is I believe in atonements. Oh, yeah. I want to, I wanted to make some changes in my life. Mm. So it was the restored doctrine of the atonement of Jesus Christ that appealed to you. How did you feel like you applied that? I, I noticed that you said it's very important for you for the practice to mirror the belief system. Exactly. So that concerned you maybe growing up that that, that wasn't happen, happening, that appealed to you in that home where you went. So as far as the atonement of Jesus Christ is concerned, you believed in it, you wanted to make changes. So what did that look like when it came into practice, into play in your personal life? Mm. First of all, you know, as a convert to the church, I have to get rid of my some of my habits. You know <laughs> what I mean, and but also is I have to think differently. Some uh, after I join the church, I have I have to think. Now I am a Christ, I am a disciple of Christ. What I what I what I need to do, what I'm going to do, must fulfill the standard, must fulfill the gospel. Yeah. I am no longer represents myself, but the member of the church, but a follower of Christ. Yeah. I love that. So you were truly converted. You were changed. You, you were a different person. You were part of the body of Christ now and, and wanted to really act like it. And sometimes wanting that and actually practicing it can be difficult. As you were on that path and striving to be a new person, were there things in the church culture that made that hard? Mm. I think the hardest part is to, mm, to associate with the members who were born in the church because mm. we think differently. Yeah. You know, they, for me, sometimes they could be a little bit stubborn. They always like to stuck, stick with the rules, but, you know, I'm as a convert, I see differently sometimes. So as you're dealing with that, as seeing members who seem stubborn um, or different, maybe think differently than you do, how do you deal with that? Because you could encounter that and say, I don't know if I want to stick with this religion if there are people who are maybe self-righteous or stubborn or difficult to deal with. What made you stick with it and keep going despite that difficulty with the members? Because I believe God made us by his own image. So that's why we're so different. We have different personality. We have different perspective. I respect um, how they do things, how they think things, because mm. that's, that's how they grew up. 
And, uh, but I also hope they will respect my way, my progressive, uh, my learning, my process to be more like Christ. Yeah. So as you moved forward and ha it sounds like you were tried to be not judgmental, to be mm. open-minded about other people and respect them. Absolutely. Um, talk about why you decided to go on a mission and where you went. Okay, so the obvious reason, okay, so I was dating that girl, <laughs> you know, she, she was going to serve a mission, you know, and one day she asked me, like, do I want to serve a mission? Uh, I was like, what? <laughs> I, I never thought about it, you know, because serving a mission was never my goal, you know, as a convert to the church, you know, it's just, it's not a thing to me. I was, you know, I, I saw her, I saw passion in her, mm. like her passion want to serve a mission. I know serving a mission is not about me, especially it's not about me to please her. It's about serving others, about serving God. And, you know, when I look back, when I was 16 years old, you know, um, those missionaries who taught me, you right. know, I, it was such a great service, you know, sacrifice two years. Uh, in somewhere, they, in somewhere, you know, new to them and speak a different language and just to serve people, to, to preach the gospel. I think that's just nothing can compare to serving a mission. It's such a great work. Yeah. And you don't get paid. You're willing to. You just want to give your heart to God, to the gospel, to serve others. I think it's just, yeah, yeah amazed me. Yeah, and, and that that willingness to give your heart, it, it seems very apparent that, that you want your heart to be pure and have integrity and, and represent what is really you, that you wouldn't want to fake anything. Uh, as a missionary, how did, wh what did you learn from sacrificing your heart and putting your heart out there. What's, what's the main lesson that you feel like you learned on your mission that benefits you now? Mm. To feel others. To feel the people who have different experiences than you. And don't rush to jump into the conclusion, but try mm. to feel them first. Yeah. Feel their condition, feel their environment, you know. Yeah. And that, that relationship with people is so important to try and understand where they're coming from, understand their feelings. Now that you're studying and maybe again with a lot of other people who don't have your same background, how do you work through difficulties that might come from other people who have different beliefs or different backgrounds or different assumptions? What do you do to make sure that you that you stay true to your heart, even when there are people who are different? Uh, I believe we are all children of God, and we and we all here for the same purpose, but we may go differently. We may pursue this purpose differently. I have my own way; they may have their own ways. Yeah, and we have to respect that. We have to respect the diversity in life. Yeah, yeah, and speaking of respect, 
it seems that you also respected the doctrine of the atonement, other doctrines. Have there been times when you have encountered some difficult information in the church? And, and how do you deal with, as a convert, that new information um, the best way? When maybe you have questions that come up or things that you didn't know before. Okay, so first of all, I will definitely pray. I pray for answer. I believe in God. I believe God is my best resource. Hmm. It's my best database to use when I have questions. First of all, I go search. Uh, I go search. I go pray to God, and I expect I may get an answer from my Heavenly Father. Uh, and then I may talk to some other members to hear their opinions, because I know um, they, their opinions, their experiences may may help my uh, my question. Yeah, so now what is the most important part of your testimony, do you feel? Um, as, you, as you talk to God, as you are open, it sounds like, to different information, what is the basis for your testimony now? Mm, my basic testimony. Again, we are children of God. I build, every, I build all of my testimony on this doctrine. Yeah. And what a beautiful thing to be consistent. When you have people that ask you, you know, why, you're, you're from China, why would you be a member of this church? Um, and is it hard to be a member of the church? What, what do you say to your parents or to other people who say, why do you stay with this? Even, even when it's hard sometimes, even when it's maybe frustrating, why do you stay? Actually, I, I do get this a lot from my friends back to China, yeah, and I tell them it is true, and I have benefit from it. It helps me. I know it is true. I know it is good. That's why I want to stick with it. Yeah, that's a really good reason. <laughs> Thank you, He, for being with us today. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Of course.